now, The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Hey there, everyone. Welcome to another episode of The Whole Home Show. I'm Tony Joe. I'm your host here every week, and we've been bringing you tips, education, and updates on everything around your home for the last six years here, weekends on CFAX 1070. Whether you're actually thinking of buying or selling real estate, maybe you're not. Maybe you're just thinking of doing upgrades around your house or you want to get some ideas or you want to hear from some experts or specialists who maybe can help you with your decision making process. Well, this is a great place for you to be. Our show comes to you every week with the support of our show partners. Denise Webster, mortgage broker with Dominion Lending Center's Modern Mortgage Group. J.P. Sellers, insurance advisor at Westland Insurance. The Sitka Law Group for your real estate, wills and estates, corporate and personal injury needs, and Silhouette Home Inspections with Pierre Beauvais. If you need help or direction in your real estate transaction, give any of the whole Home Show team members a call. They would love to hear from you. You can find their contact information, by the way, or mine, by visiting cfax1070.com. You look under Shows. On the weekends, there you'll find us, The Whole Home Show with me, Tony Joe. All of our contact information is there, or you can always just reach out to us. You can find us. It's a great thing about the internet. You can f- just type in a name, type in Denise Webster, type in uh, J.P. Sellers, type in uh, Silhouette Home Inspections, or me, Tony Joe, or the Sitka Law Group. We're all there, ready to serve, and um, I know you're looking for us because I love hearing from you every week. That's why we're here. We've been doing it for six years and 300 episodes now. And we'll continue to do so as long as people tell us that they enjoy this program and I enjoy doing it for you. So uh, today we're going to be having a little interest rate and mortgages update with our show partner, Denise Webster. Always great having her on the program. We learn so much. I'm going to be asking her questions about what we are learning from the economists out there about what's happening in the marketplace, about interest rates, about what the future kind of looks like. Now, listen, she doesn't have a, a, a crystal ball. Neither do I. Best we can do is just take educated guesses based on the data at hand and what's happening out there. Uh, like I said, always a great conversation to have. Denise. We're going to have her here in just a moment. Now, we always begin, of course, talking about uh, timely related matters, things that have come up or things that you, our listeners, have brought up. And something that did come to me just yesterday was a question about closing costs, closing costs. So uh, someone is thinking about buying a home and they're curious to know what the cost is. Because obviously, aside from the purchase price, what you've negotiated to purchase the property for, there's some other stuff to consider as well, too. So I want to go through that with you. Um, yes, there's the purchase price as a buyer. The next thing you have is you've got the provincial property transfer tax. Now, that's always a fun one. The uh, property transfer tax is something that is uh, different in every province, obviously. Um, here in British Columbia, it is, uh, well, it's... It wasn't easy calculations. It's a little more uh, complicated nowadays. Basically what it is, it's 1% for the first $200,000 and 2% uh, up to $3 million. Uh, And then it sort of goes from there. So it's not a straight line percentage, kind of like our provincial uh, uh, sales tax. Uh, It is a little bit uh, different. So uh, this is something to consider because when you do the math, it can be a lot of money, folks. It can be a lot of money. So 
uh, again, 1% to the first 200,000, 2% from 200,000 uh, to actually $2 million, 3% from two to three, and then 5% from 3 million. Oh, man, it's a real uh, calculation. Oh, by the way, you know who does this? Uh, the lawyer, actually. The lawyer calculates this on closing date. We'll talk with, we'll talk with uh, Gurpreet a little later about this kind of stuff. Um, but they're the ones who collect it and give it to the province. So the first one is property transfer tax. There are exemptions for first-time buyers. We'll cover that maybe another time. There's also new home exemptions and things like that. Complicated conversation, but just know property tax uh, exists. It is a provincial property transfer tax, uh, and it is paid by the buyer. It's not paid by the seller. It's paid by the buyer. So there's that. There are legal fees because, of course, you need to have somebody like Gurpreet's office convey the property so handle the transfer of the title and the transfer of the money collecting all the information like finding out what mortgage payouts are uh calculations like adjustments for instance uh property uh taxes annual property taxes per diem and a number of other things so uh there's legal fees involved there are mortgage costs as a buyer has your bank asked you for an appraisal that is normal that is usual uh are are you doing also a home inspection another cost to think about or other inspections sometimes it's not just the home inspection with Pierre uh, it's some other thing sometimes the home inspection uncovers a few other things that require more detailed research so for instance sometimes people got to get the drain tile scoped to have a look at that or is it a septic system that needs a review on the the wellness of the septic system is it things like uh, well water testing the well. There's a number of things that need to be checked at just to make sure that the property uh, is right. So there's a number of considerations with closing when you are a buyer and agents uh, should have a little checklist or a chart. I know that we do. We've got a form that sort of outlines how much the uh, the total costs are going to be at the end of the day because you want to know. You're writing a lot of checks, by the way, folks. When you're buying a property, it's a lot of checks as you're buying. I get that. That's kind of the way it is. You're buying often the biggest thing you'll ever buy in your life. You would expect that this would happen. Just flipping the tables a little bit. If you're the seller, there are some closing costs as well. You don't pay the property transfer tax because, of course, the buyer does that, right? Um, you uh, have legal fees as well. So you also need to have your lawyer or notary uh, receive, your, receive the money and also hand over the title. So that's a very important job. Um, the real estate costs. You had a real estate agent handle things for you. Then there is the real estate fees. And by the way, folks, uh, there are regulations out there which require real estate agents to provide you with a form that has all the calculations of exactly how much those fees are at the time you receive the offer. Full transparency, you know, that way you know when you're negotiating good, in good faith how much uh, things are going to cost at the end of the day. Um, there are adjustments, by the way, I didn't really get into this with the buyer side, but with the uh, annual property tax, what happens is depending on what day of the year the closing actually happens, there's going to be an adjustment for property taxes because you see uh, property taxes are not paid on the first day of the year. They're actually paid uh, July, usually it's July, the whatever it is, third or fourth. And when you pay at that date, it's for the past six months and for the future six months. So again, depending on what time of year you are closing, you're either going to owe 
the buyer some money because you've lived in the unit and you haven't paid for it or vice versa. So these are things that uh, are calculations that the lawyer or the notary will do for you. So there's a fair amount of stuff to know. And again, it's not just the purchase price or the sale price uh, that you're getting. There's a whole bunch of other things to consider as well, too. I almost forgot to mention, by the way, when you're buying, there is potentially GST as well. If it's new construction, sometimes the GST is not included in the purchase price. Flipping back to the seller here, sometimes there can be GST for you too. And we're going to have this conversation with Grant Thornton, the accounting firm, about change of use. If it was a vacation rental or a business property that you've had and a lot of people are selling now because, of course, short-term vacation rentals are no longer allowed in the province of British Columbia. If you're selling it to an end user, like somebody who's going to move in you know, themselves, then there's going to be GST payable. And usually it is the, the seller who has to handle the GST on such a transaction. So, uh, you know, that can be a scary thing. It's 5%. You know, 5% on the sale price of a property can end up being a lot of money. So there's a lot of things to know, folks. You know, you can study it up. You can go online. You can try to teach yourself about all these things. But this is the reason why you get the experts like us here on The Whole Home Show, because we can answer these questions for you, whether it is uh, Gurpreet and team at the Sitka Law Group, whether it's Denise at Dominion Lending Centers, whether it's JP at Westland Insurance, Pierre at Solat Home Inspections, or myself for pretty well everything else. Just reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, anyways, need to take a break here. When we come back, we're going to be chatting about interest rates, mortgages, the uh, overnight lending rate, all of that fun stuff. It's always great talking to Denise. We'll be back in just a moment. You're listening to The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Thanks for coming back. You're listening to The Whole Home Show, and I'm Tony Joe. Always good to know about what's going on out there in the realm of mortgages. Interest rates, of course, have been top of the news for what seems like a really long time right now. And of course, there's a lot of concern about how interest rates can affect not only people who are thinking of buying properties, but the real estate market in general as well, too. And who better to have with us to have this conversation than our show regular, Part, show partner, sponsor, supporter, been here uh, pretty well since the very beginning. That, of course, would be Denise Webster. Denise is with Dominion Lending Center's Modern Mortgage Group. Uh, hey, Denise, how's it going? It's great, Tony. Really good to be back. It's been a while. Oh, it has been. But, you yeah. know, it's, uh, like I said, this is a topic that is one, I'm, I mean, I know you do because you're in the business, but it's like I get asked the question every day from people, what are the rates doing? How's the market going? So um, let's just talk about how things are going. We, uh, you know, is the Bank of Canada holding rates? Are they raising rates? My goodness, where do we begin? Uh, well, you know what? I just want to make one comment because you cannot avoid this conversation right now. It is everywhere. And it's very hard for me to bite my tongue at a restaurant because I guarantee you the table beside me is talking about interest rates. And I just want to reach out and say, do you need some advice? <laughs> and, you know, I was with <laughs> the other day and they were talking about going and getting a car loan and talking about interest rates. Like it's the conversation is going on everywhere. And the one that cracks me up is I just hear it in any time I'm out, uh, out and about at a restaurant or something, I, I hear the conversation. So uh, yeah, it's but, uh, brain. 
I'm glad you bring that up because I get that too, you know, being in the restaurant and then people are, are surely talking about real estate and, you know, I mean, Hey, eavesdropping is not, you know, we're not supposed to be doing that, but you can't, you sort of can't avoid it because you can hear it. Yeah. 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 So I was my, my partner, he was just like, don't, don't, (laughs) you don't need to offer advice right now. (laughs) Yeah. Oh goodness. All right. Well, the general consensus is absolutely, uh, um, from every economist that I'm listening to is that the Bank of Canada is probably done raising interest rates. When we talk about that, we're talking about that overnight lending rate, which affects the prime lending rate for variable adjustable mortgages. So anybody who had that variable mortgage um, has been feeling this crunch since March of 2022 was the first raise uh, increase in the rate. And it progressively just kept going uh, 12 no 10 times i think were different increases so here we sit at a prime rate of 7.2 percent with everybody saying that they think bank canada is done they have hit the peak now what really is determining i mean they will always leave the door open that they will still raise rates if inflation does not cooperate inflation seems to be cooperating it has trickled down uh the unemployment rate has trickled up um which is kind of that environment that they're looking for so when the economy slows the bank of canada should stop raising rates and in effect if it slows too much they will start to lower interest rates because they need to start to spur on the economy again so are we truly in a recession nobody's really using that word still because the spending's still going on but definitely business is slowing we are seeing some businesses close their doors um, and you just have to have to talk to the general public. This is not just people with mortgages. This is affecting everybody. And it's not just Canada. Every central bank raised rates. Every central bank raised interest rates. That's mm. key. It's not just Canada. We will always um, be kind of looking very closely to what's happening down uh, south as well. It does have a big impact on us. Um, but right now, I think we are holding steady. Fixed rates have been trickling down a little bit, which is a nice sign. Like it does feel better when we see the inbox that says rate decrease. It's been a while. We haven't seen those. It sure makes me feel better when I see them hit my inbox. Lenders are um, just starting to trickle down those five-year fixed rates. So what's it going to wrap up at the end of the year? I don't think we're going to see any more hikes. I think we might see some slight decreases in those fixed rates. I don't think the Bank of Canada is going to be quick to start lowering that overnight lending rate. It will be slow because we had this warning in April of this year when the Bank of Canada held tight and the verbiage kind of went out there that the bank might be done back in April and the housing market spurred on again. So they will be really slow to determine when they start to lower interest rates. Again, it's so much data dependent on. So whether we... um, we see uh, decreases happening. You know, they look at it eight times in a calendar year. So will we see a, a quarter percent decrease each time they look at it? Probably not. They will kind of see what happens and what the trickle effect is. But what they don't want to see is that inflation rate going up. They don't want to see the housing market spike again. Um, I think that's in a nutshell. I hope that helps. I hope that makes <laughs> a little bit of sense. <laughs> You know, we're sitting quiet. We're sitting still right now. (laughs) Sitting still. Hey, by the way, it's important for for people to know too, as much as things are not as hectic as they were before for you and I, that's not to say that things are dead. 
there's still no. things going on. It's just not to the same level as it was when the market was crazy, right? Correct. And it's it's awful that that crazy started to feel like the new norm, like you should be selling your house in a week mm-hmm. or getting an offer on the day it lists. That's, that's not normal. Nobody should have got used to that. So yeah, I think we're just actually getting back to this feeling of like, chilling out a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Yeah. And, and, and by the way, we, we still bump into that because there's still consumers out there who are thinking of selling their homes and, you know, they're not in it as you and I are, or the real estate or the uh, um, mortgage businesses are, but if they're thinking about making a move right now, having not been looking at it every day for the last two years, they're often thinking about the fact that our market is still where it was two years ago. And it's not. No, like, yeah, like, I'm sure you're having that conversation a lot with sellers. Yes. But it's all kind of relative, though, too, you know, because if somebody is selling their house to buy within the same market, um, you know, it's not like, okay, because the reality is our uh, prices are down. Prices are down from the peak of uh, March 2022. Prices are down. So, you know, when people say, you know, when's the best time to sell? You know, my cheeky answer nowadays is, well, uh, March 2022. Right. Uh, jump in the DeLorean, go back in time. You know, yeah. that was that was the best. But anyways, that's, we're, we're not there right now. And um, so as much as prices are down, it's also true of whatever they're buying as well, too, within the same marketplace. Right. Yeah, I think one really important thing to note, and I'm sure you're getting this um, asked and questions out there. Uh, you know, a lot of people that are sitting on the fence about selling are really nervous to do so because they think that they have to get this high high interest rate so i think it's important to talk about porting mortgages right now i I think there's a lot of people that are in low fixed rates that they signed in 21 or 2020 well you you know what we're 2022 we're gonna run out of time in this segment but i definitely want to talk about that after the after the next break here um because things are different right things are different but anyways just wrapping up what you were saying though um about overnight lending rates and all that stuff uh i I, you know for me i don't think i've experienced a market where a announcement or even a sort of hint of an announcement has caused so much immediate change like uh, um it's amazing like when the interest rate was finally held for the first time a couple of uh, cycles ago people started wanting to go so it's like it's like turning a dial and all of a sudden things are busy right yeah everybody has to be careful what they say right now economists bank of canada they do yeah for sure well i know you and i listen to uh to many of the same uh benjamin tall of course from cibc he's been a voice of reason folks by the way if you're curious uh look up benjamin tall from cibc he's he's got a very pragmatic sort of approach and just talks about things, you know, from an economic standpoint that that we can understand, right? Quite and, often speaking at broker conferences and realtor conferences, he's really spreads himself between us very nicely. <laughs> yeah, and and I have to say, uh, so far the things that he has discussed have rung true um, because you know, oh my, God, I think about things that he talked about two years ago, and we were all, no, that's not going to happen. Rates aren't going to go. Well, here we are. You know, not that it's yeah. a crystal ball, but I mean, he's coming from a from position of knowledge, because of course they've got the economic machine behind them, right? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, listen, need to take our break here. We're having a chat with Denise Webster. Of course, Denise is with Dominion Lending Center's Modern Mortgage Group. Denise, the phone number for people to reach you? Call me directly at uh, 
888-889-4743 or denise at denisewebster.com. Fantastic. Need to take our break here. We'll be back in just a moment. Now, The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Thanks for coming back. You're listening to The Whole Home Show, and I'm Tony Joe. Our show comes to you with the support of our show partners, Denise Webster, mortgage broker with Dominion Lending Center's Modern Mortgage Group, J.P. Sellez, insurance advisor at Westland Insurance, the Sitka Law Group for your real estate, wills and estates, corporate and personal injury needs, and Silhouette Home Inspections with Pierre Beauvais. If you need help or direction in your real estate transaction, give any of the whole Home Show team members a call. They would love to hear from you. As a reminder, you can find their contact information and mine by visiting cfax1070.com. Look under shows. Uh, all You'll find the whole Home Show with uh, me, Tony Joe. All of our contact information is there. Uh, or, of course, you can always just reach out to me or Google. Uh, we love hearing from our loyal CFAX listeners every week. And if you are a podcaster, you can listen to all of our episodes from the past six years by visiting iTunes or Google. Uh, so much great information. And there might be things that, excuse me, maybe weren't relevant to you at the moment when we aired them at first. But at this point in time, maybe they will be so. Have a look. There's so much great information. So many great guests. <clears throat> I don't know. I'm choking on something right now. Need to take a sip of water. We're having a conversation with our good friend and show supporter, Denise Webster with Dominion Lending Center's Modern Mortgage Group. Again, Denise, thanks for thanks for joining as I take a sip of water. <laughs> yes, please do. I, it's, there's nothing worse, Tony, and you can't stop it. It's just going to happen. So, Well, this is just it's our like, way of letting our listeners know that this is real. This is in fact. Bad. In fact, I, I think our sound might be a little interesting today because I'm at my actual office. There's a lot of glass here, so yeah, it. it may sound different, folks. It's because I'm in the cone of silence, you know, for, for those of you that remember uh, the cone of silence. I don't bring that up with the 30-year-olds. They have no idea what I'm talking about. No. <laughs> no. Um, we're talking about mortgage stuff. We're talking about um, uh, what is happening out there in the news, Denise. Uh, just a moment ago, give us the rundown about overnight lending rates and stuff like that. Um, remind our listeners, though, because sometimes people kind of confuse us. They they think that when the bank announces an increase in the overnight lending rate, that that's an immediate, uh, that changes interest rates, like mortgage interest rates right away. Yeah, no, it, it, it's definitely um, um, misconceived quite often, anybody who has a mortgage, and if they're in a fixed rate, and they hear that the announcement of the Bank of Canada changing the overnight lending rate, they I've had people call and say, oh, what happens to my mortgage now? So, you know, again, the Bank of Canada looks at this overnight lending rate. That's the rate between bank exchanging interest rates, how much they charge each other for lending money. Um, and that, in effect, it, the banks will follow and change the prime lending rate. So this is only your adjustable variable rate mortgages. So if you are in a fixed rate mortgage and you're hearing the bank account announce uh, Bank of Canada announcement, it's not affecting your fixed rate. It's affecting your variable rate. And then there are two different types of variable rate mortgages. Sometimes your payment doesn't change if you're in a stagnant payment um, or if you're in truly an adjustable mortgage, your payment does increase or decrease with prime rate. So yeah, it's definitely uh, something to talk to your mortgage bro broker about when you you know you're hearing these rate increases eight times a year. The Bank of Canada is going to look at that. Uh, you can go to the Bank of Canada website and they post what days they're calling it. It's on a Wednesday, mm -hmm. um, and then you can tune into the you know news that day and find out what's happening, and then find out if it does affect your mortgage. But 
yeah, it's good to know and stay in touch. When you have a mortgage, you pay a little more attention to these things. Oh, and I know people are paying attention, and I'm sure you get it too. I've had clients that like text me minutes after the release is done, and it's like, oh my good, what are you doing? Don't you don't you aren't you working? You know, right? They, they, they're they're so so concerned uh, about this but folks again if you're uh, i think denise always gr gives a great explanation but um just google it look up overnight lending rate or get to the bank of canada you know they explain uh about what this is all about well. yeah. yeah um you talked about uh um like the open open mortgages and stuff and uh uh payment changes yes so we've seen people where their mortgage payments have changed significantly and we're not we're not talking just fifty bucks or a hundred bucks here. There are people, depending on the size of the mortgage, uh, suddenly their payments gone up like a lot, right? Well, and the FICOM is coming down on this on the adjust uh, uh, the mortgage. Well, hold on, hold on a sec. So FICOM, to let people know, it's the financial commissioner. Yes. Really, I guess. Um, I mean, and actually, I should probably double check that fact to see if it's the it's is FICOM that's coming down on this because there mm -hmm. is. Um, it is also kind of federal government in stepping in on this because nobody is happy to see people's amortizations of their mortgage growing. So if you did have a static mortgage payment in the floating rate mortgage where prime went up, 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 but your payment never changed. Well, what was changing was your amortization was growing because your payment was no longer covering enough interest wasn't paying down the principal balance anymore and it just isn't enough to pay uh, and keep on track to the original amortization that was set to pay off your mortgage. So if you started with a 25-year amortization and your payment has never changed since March of 2022 when all those rates started going up, then your amortization is now in double digit. Well, it's in the 80s. It could be 100 years. Wow. Banks, do, they do not want to see this anymore. So there's probably going to be some pretty significant changes in the near future about not having these static payment mortgages. They truly want the adjustable mortgage that your payment changes when the prime rate changes. So it does not affect the amortization because how are these people that do have the big amortization, when they come up for renewal, they are going to need to make a lump sum payment to catch up and get back on track to the original amortization or a very significant payment increase. Yeah. So as a reminder, folks, you know what Denise has just said, I mean, we're used to seeing a 25 year amortization. We've been hearing about these stretching out to the 50 year, 60 year range. So you're saying that we're getting some into the hundred year. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it, the lenders here also in the news, the trigger rate, the yep. trigger point. Yeah. yeah we talked, so we talked about that a, a few episodes ago. Yeah. Yeah. It's important. So, you know, you've, you've probably all hit the trigger point. Meaning yeah. your payment is no longer even covering all the interest. I think it's really I think it's really important to uh, point out though that the banks have done this for a reason because the alternative would be to foreclose on people and to take uh, mortgages away and of course that is not a solution. Banks don't want to do that. That they is a that. that's an absolute last last case scenario. They're just yeah. trying to find ways for people to stay in their homes and to maintain uh, ownership, right? Correct. Yeah. So if you are in one of those mortgages, uh, most likely you have already increased your payment a little bit. And if you have increased it enough, it definitely didn't affect the amortization immediately. But if prime rate does start to go down, your payment stays where you've set it. 
So it will start to pay more principal versus interest as the, as the prime rate comes down. So maybe by the time you get to your maturity date, you could be back on track. And this is why it's never really come up in the past. Like this was not a hot topic until 2022 when everybody's mortgage started going up or interest rate went up. So it's always been there. These static mortgage payments have always been there, but we've never heard the conversation about trigger rate, trigger point. And it's normally because there's been so much fluctuation, it always gets back on track. Well, plus, there's a lot of people out there over the course of that, I think it was about two years when the interest rates were at record lows. And there was a lot of equity accumulation that happened then because, you know, you're making your mortgage payments based on a whatever it was, 2% uh, mortgage rate. A lot of your principal is being chipped down. So, yeah. um, you know, maybe it's a give and take thing, right? Absolutely. It really depends when you got into that static payment mortgage. So if you got in right when the rates hit rock bottom in early, you know, 2020 or late 2020, early 2021, and you started your payment at the lowest possible payment and the payment never changed and the rate went up, you're probably in a position where you had to increase your payment. But if you were in your mortgage well before rates came down with COVID and you had a high payment because you had a higher interest rate, you reap the rewards when that payment, uh, when the interest rate came down, your payment was set high. You started knocking off the principal. Mm-hmm. So you got way ahead of the amortization. <laughs> and then when rates went up, yeah, maybe you went back up to your 25 years. So it is just about the timing of when you got into that um, static payment. Well, I'm going to say questions. Yeah, yeah. Call Denise if you got questions, 100%. Um, I, I have to say we are people that uh, never changed the uh, the payment and it was a benefit for us. So that that is that is certainly a thing. Listen, we're having a chat with Denise Webster. She's with Dominion Lending Center's Modern Mortgage Group, uh, a regular here on the program. She's a show supporter and a show partner. Need to take our last break of the day. We'll be back in just a minute. This is The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Thanks for coming back. You're listening to The Whole Home Show, and I'm Tony Joe. It is mortgage chat day today, talking all about the fun stuff like overnight lending rates, uh, rate increases, uh, what the economy is doing, and of course, who would we talk about this with apart from Denise Webster? She is our show partner and supporter here on The Whole Home Show. She's with Dominion Lending Center's Modern Mortgage Group. Uh, Denise, it's always great seeing you here. It's great to be back, Tony. I know it's sometimes it's a wah-wah conversation right now, but it's important to have and yeah. to help our listeners really understand what's going on out there. There's there's going to be people who right now their ears are perking saying, oh my goodness, I never thought about this before. Maybe didn't hear our last uh, conversation months ago uh, or whatever, um, but there's, there's just so much to know. And by the way, your phone number again, if people need to reach you. 250-889-4743. Or an email to Denise at DeniseWebster.com. And by the way, folks, when you call that phone number, that is actually Denise's number. So when you call, she's picking up her phone, uh, you are going to get her. You're not going to get a, you know, put on hold for an operator, press four for the directory or whatever kind of stuff. That is Denise. And uh, I know that our listeners really appreciate this because they reach out to you, Denise, on a regular basis, right? They do. It's lovely. Yes, yes. Okay. Um, We're talking about what's going on out there. Something that a topic that we broached at the very beginning here is this whole notion of uh, mortgage portability. Uh, We'll even talk a little bit about assumption as well, too. I was having a chat with, uh, oh my goodness, who was it? 
with another long-term agent and we were discussing uh, how, uh, you know, vendor take backs and all these things. Mm -hmm. See, this is the way we used to do real estate 30 years ago. In fact, I'm sure uh, listeners right now who have bought their houses in the 1970s or 80s, even early 90s, um, things were complicated. It wasn't as easy. I'm doing air quotes right now uh, as it is now, but um you had to be creative and here we are right now. So let's talk about porting a mortgage and explain what that means, Denise. Well, it's a really good benefit to have in your mortgage and almost every mortgage company should make their mortgage portable. So when you are originally doing your mortgage, your broker should be telling you that you, some of the details, the actually fine print of your mortgage, you know, how are penalties calculated? Is this a portable mortgage? Is it assumable? Will the penalty apply if I break this? Well, hey, well, hold on. Actually, before you continue there, uh, you see, folks, what Denise just said, I think this is crucially important because everyone is always shopping just for the rate. It's right. like, I want the cheapest rate. I want the cheapest rate. But you see, there's a lot more features involved to a mortgage than just the rate. And you just went through a handful of them. And I know there's more as well, too. I mean, there's so much to know, right? Yeah, absolutely. And when I do see those really low advertised rates, I, you've got to dive into the details of it and see what kind of penalties are behind that, uh, what kind of payment privileges have been taken away from that, and um, you know maybe that's not portable. And there can be renewal fees when you stay with the lender, like they don't they don't let you go. So yeah, so much more than interest rate. You've got to know the product and the lender that you're with. So when somebody calls me and says they're thinking about selling their home. And what would they qualify to purchase new? We have to talk about their existing mortgage right away and see if it's portable. Yeah, so presuming presumably they have a mortgage in place on the home that they need to sell to buy the new one. Yes, this yes. is in the case that they're not free and clear and they're just yep. going to walk with a nice um, down payment for the next uh, or buy a new home free and clear. Yeah. So if they have an existing mortgage and they're thinking about selling, uh, and I didn't do their mortgage, I first have to find out who's your existing lender and let's get some details and see, you know, when is the maturity date? How much time do you have left on this mortgage? And is it worth porting your current interest rate over to the new mortgage to A, save you penalties and B, hang on to a really low interest rate possibly? So the key to understanding the portability of your mortgage um, is the timing. Some lenders are 60 days, some are 90 days, and some are 120 days. That's how much time you have from the day you sell your house to port it to a new property. So you have to find out how much time you have to port your mortgage. Because if you had 60 days only and your new purchase closes in 90 days, you've lost your portability. Oh, yeah, and, so you, and and just to let listeners know too, this is, see, in most cases, you would have it lined up so that your existing house closes and then on the same day, you uh, close on the next house. So that's zero days right there. But what you're saying is if the house is sold and you move out, you physically move out, but yet you haven't found a house to buy, uh, you're saying 60, 90, 120 days, depending on the lender. So. Right. Yes. So the, yeah. it's it's not forever is the main thing. They, they, they have a specified yeah. amount of time. Yes. Bingo. They will not hold that rate forever. Yes. So first we find out how much time we have. And then we have to see if you need to port increase, port decrease, or port as is. So do you need new money because your new mortgage is going to be more expensive on the new house? Or do you have so much sale proceeds that you actually need to decrease the mortgage because you've got a great size down payment on the new house? So 
The key to that is, again, if you're going to port decrease, you're decreasing the principal balance owing to that lender. There may be a small penalty on that portion that you decrease. So we want to get a quote. We can talk to the lenders. We can find out if that's worth it because you don't want to just stay with a higher mortgage because you're worried about a penalty. If your goal is to be mortgage free, you're going to just kind of put the bare minimum that you need on there. So we can find out if there's going to be a penalty on the port decrease court as is, obviously things stay exactly the same. Your interest rate goes over, your remaining term goes over, the maturity date goes over. It is ported to the new property. If you port increase, this is where things can really change because now you're talking about new funds needed with your existing funds of your mortgage. So it depends what the lender do, does. Sometimes they will port the existing mortgage over and then they'll add a second product to that mortgage. So you have two maturity dates now so you might have your original mortgage it's, kind of, it's like the old days where we had a first mortgage and a second mortgage correct yeah yes. so some of our banks just do that you just get a second at today's rates you put it into the term you want you can try and match up those maturity dates they might not but you're going to have to have a conversation with you know the big picture of what does this new house look like are you here for five years you know is there any reason you're going to break this mortgage so those are important conversations so other lenders don't add a second mortgage. They actually blend your rate with new funds. So we're going to do a weighted average of your current mortgage funds under the current rate, adding the new funds at today's rate, a weighted average between the two and blend the interest rate. Sometimes the maturity date stays the same. Sometimes it's a new five-year term with a blended rate. So it's really important to understand that you have the ability to port. And then what does a port look like? And in most cases, it is worth it to port your mortgage, especially in an environment where interest rates were really really low a couple of years ago and now they're really high you want to hang on to that low interest rate so i'm going to say this for you uh one of the rubs about the situation here is this is a complicated process for somebody to for instance go down to the branch and try to get this all figured out so they often need an expert like yourself to kind of navigate them through um, and for you, I, I, I know this is a fact and you tell me yeah. otherwise, um, because mortgage brokers, you get, you get compensated, you get paid on the, um, on the business that is written. And when we're talking about porting a mortgage, it's not new business. It yeah. is, it's really just kind of placing things from one to another. And, um, you know, I, I think it's important for our listeners to know that uh, when you help people do this, uh, you're not doing this for, uh, uh, you know, you're not making, sometimes you're not making money here. And uh, I, I, I'm saying this for you because I don't think you would say it. Uh, no, thank you, Tony. Yeah. You know and, what? I can't imagine throwing one of my clients to the wolves and saying, oh, you're porting and you're port decreasing. So no new funds. So we don't get paid. So I can't help you. I can't imagine doing that to one of my clients because it is exactly the same amount of work as when you buy a new house and you get a new mortgage. Porting, you think it's just like, oh, I have a mortgage. I qualified for it. So I should just be able to qualify and put it on that. It's not that case. You qualify all over again. You have to provide all your documents. It is a purchase of a new property. The lender has to like the new property. So to tell a client to say, just call your lender directly and do your own application and port your mortgage, I'm not doing a, my job because I am a broker for life with those clients and I try and help them through the next phases of their purchases. So 
Thank you for mentioning that, Tony. I appreciate well, and, it. And not only that, I will help our listeners uh, uh, know that if you get help from Denise on something like this, uh, how you can really uh, 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 return the favor is by introducing your friends and family and other people you know who need mortgage help so that Denise can actually make some, uh, uh, you know, to do her business. It's, it's your business, right? So. I believe in that. You never know who you're talking to or helping that has a friend that actually needs the new mortgage because if you do the right thing the first time and you do it right and you make somebody happy then that business will come to you in another way i yeah. believe that yeah we, yeah we we all do actually all of us here at the home whole home show we do that's one of the reasons why you know we, we we've been together as a group because you know we this is the reason why we're here for our yeah. listeners on cfax you know to provide information and 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 all that um i want to touch on because we talked about uh porting right Something else that happens, and I, I, this is, we can't spend too much time on this one, is assumability. So to assume a mortgage. So for instance, somebody has a 2% interest rate on a property uh, and it matures in like a year and a half. Can the buyer say, hey, I'll step into that mortgage? Assumability is a possibility, right? Absolutely is. I haven't done one yet, surprisingly, but quite a few brokers in my office have. Mm -hmm. um, and it does have to be the perfect storm to be able to assume a mortgage. There's no change in the value of the mortgage. So you can't, if, so you can't ask for more. You can't ask for less. It's got to be to the penny, right? To the penny. Yeah. yeah. So same thing. You're buying a new house. You're qualifying with that existing lender, but you're taking on the mortgage exactly as it is with the remaining term, the interest rate, the remaining amortization. You have to qualify with that amortization. So if you didn't quite have enough of a down payment to get to that size of a mortgage, you would not be able to assume it. Yeah. So it can be tricky, but it can also be just a beautiful thing as a uh, seller of the home to also include that in part of the listing is that I have this mortgage with a really great rate with four years left on it. Yep. And you know that you never know who's buying your house that they might assume your mortgage. We have one of those right now and they do exist out there. But again, it's got to be to the penny. It's got, you know, uh, some people don't have the necessary down payment to be able to, to come up with that. Um, but the bottom line is it's creativity. We have to be much more creative to help people nowadays. And uh, that's what we're here for. So you know what, you've got questions about mortgage stuff or you want to learn more about portability, about assumption, about all of these things. Denise is the person to reach out to. I have Denise. one quick comment on that. Oh yeah. The reason we don't see a lot of assumable mortgages is because quite often that person ports their mortgage. Of course. They're, not just, they're yeah. going somewhere else. So they're yeah. taking, it with, taking them. it with them. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Denise, your number. 250-889-4743-denise.denisewebster.com. And of course, you can find her contact information because it's been there pretty well since day one by visiting cfax1070.com uh, to find the whole home show. Uh, Denise and the rest of our uh, whole home show partners uh, are all there. We're always here, folks, to give you more information, to kind of give you more insight about uh, what's going on there in real estate. So if you have any questions about mortgage stuff, you've got to give Denise a call. Thanks for joining us today, Denise. Thank you, Tony. It was a pleasure. And to our listeners, we'll be here for you this time next week.